This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. live with another episode of the roster up podcast rob it's been a while since you and i recorded one it's been busy people at roster up apparently are popping out babies or their wives are so they say <laughs> other people are starting other people are starting new jobs how's it going man it's good man it's good i'm glad to hear everything's good on your end um it feels like a new season honestly because we haven't recorded yeah. in so long like, I remember our first week this year, I was like, dang, it feels good to be back. I got that same feeling right now because I just, I mean, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, haven't been putting out anything, and it's good to do it, um, you know, put some stuff out. So happy to be here. There's there's a hell of a week, weekend coming up, so I'm excited to talk about it. Dude, absolutely. And we're kind of going to kind of go rapid fire here, pounding through these games. Uh, we'll spend the least amount of time on Eagles Bucks. You guys want to hear us do a deep dive on that go check out um our guys matt nick over on uh the intro podcast of philadelphia they'll be covering uh, the eagles show on the network but you can find that on uh the previous episode here on roster up that just came out dropped this week as well uh we'll hit on it a little bit but we'll dive into some of these other games we'll hit on draft king some honestly rob and i are pumped on here to talk about just these matchups in general playoffs kind of give some picks and and uh, just enjoy uh, talking a little football um, just deep into January. You know, it's always a good time, like Rob said. Uh, it feels like a new season, especially when uh, it's been a while, not just since we recorded, but going into the playoffs. Um, got a lot of cold weather football this weekend, so it's definitely going to uh, be interesting. It's definitely going to impact some games. We'll give out a few DraftKings plays, but I, I think, honestly, just by us talking through it, you guys will be able to build some lineups. It won't be the typical deep dive like we do on, on 14 uh, games on a weekly basis, but uh, hopefully we can help you fill out some lineups and, and make a little money on DK this weekend. But uh, Raiders Bengals, I mean, that's our first playoff game. Uh, Daniel Carlson uh, breaking the hearts of uh, Justin Herbert fans everywhere. Chargers for the off season. I don't know what the heck happened, man. It was wild. But nonetheless, uh, got the Steelers into the playoffs alongside the Raiders themselves, who are matched up against a very, very hot Cincinnati Bengals team. Bengals are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Burroughs looked good. Um, health-wise, came up hobbling a couple of weeks ago, set out last week. It'll be interesting to see how they do. Uh, Cincinnati versus Las Vegas. I almost said Oakland. I, I literally just thought that Oakland Raiders. That would have pretty bad. But uh, Cincy and uh, Las Vegas. I mean, Rob, I think this is going to be a fun one. Um, it's it's really a tough choice. I I think Cincy is going to pull this one out personally, but I want to hear your thoughts on this game. Uh, what do you think about the line and and just the matchup in general? Um, the line I think is fair. I'm not going to go too deep into the line. Um, I never really do, but I do love um, I love me some Burrow. I mean, the guy is just an absolute stud. Jamar Chase, absolute stud. He's going to win me some money on the rookie of the year bet. But um, I did tell you before the show I had a bold prediction, and it's it's coming from this game. So what? My already? It already. I'm kind of glad you started with this one. And 
this is very bold, but um, and it very well may not pan out. I think they could lose, but I think a potential storyline talk of the playoffs is the Las Vegas Raiders being in the AFC Championship game. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Big, big prediction. Um, and again, this could be just a wild prediction. It is a wild prediction. Um, they could go out there and get steamrolled, but I don't think that's going to happen. I see the Bengals as a very similar matchup to uh, the Chargers game. And they were controlling that Chargers game most of the game. Uh, they let them back in it based on a phenomenal quarterback, Justin Herbert. He came back in, fought to the very end. And I mean, that I heard someone say that was probably definitely the best game of the year, probably one of the best games of all time, um, best regular season games of all time. That was a phenomenal game. Bold prediction. And as much as I love the Bengals and Burrow, um, I, I think bold prediction – Raiders win this game, and if they get the right matchup, could win the next one. So I just, I don't know. I believe Derek Hart, just like I said in the last pod we did with the Eagles guys, Derek Hart is also a gamer. He's a playmaker. Um, he has somehow figured out to control that locker room, control that team throughout all the turmoil going on there this year. But um, I love that story, uh, and I really hope it kind of pans out. Um, so we'll see. We'll be back on here next week, I'm sure, but uh, could be a bad loss for them, but I really do think that they have a shot and, and have a shot to win the next game as well if they get the right matchup. Interesting. Interesting. I, honestly, I mean, I think the most impressive part has been Derek Carr getting hold of this locker room. The fact that they into the playoffs, I mean, after just completely backsliding them for a while, it, it's, it's very impressive. I, I don't know that they, they get past the Bengals, but I mean, it's the playoffs. Uh, Bengals have been running hot, but been very impressive AFC championship that is a bold take I I definitely am taking it back honestly I'm completely derailed I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore because <laughs> you said Raiders in the AFC championship but I mean it, it's it's not it's not the craziest thing I've heard it's not the well here thing here's the thing like I'll just I'll say it real quick but like if they beat if they beat the Bengals and let's say Buffalo beats New England or not even let's not even go into that if they beat the Bengals, whoever they get between New England, Buffalo, Pitt, and Kansas City, like I'm not, or Tennessee, even I'm not scared of that matchup. I think the AFC and the NFC is really wide open at this point. Um, this is one of the first years you can say that there's not really a heavy favorite. I think Green Bay is definitely the favorite, but um, I think anyone can win it on either side, and I, that's why I think this can happen. I think I really could see Vegas beating Tennessee. I think they could beat New England and Buffalo. Pittsburgh, obviously, and then Kansas City. Vegas always seems to give Kansas City issues. So and that, that's a divisional matchup. Um, I don't know. They're like they're kryptonite a little bit. I, I, I don't know the record this year, but I know past years they've always been giving them fits. So we'll see. I mean, it, again, it's a bold prediction, but um, it's kind of fun to make those predictions just because if they turn out, you look like a genius. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. That's that's my that my analysis on that. Look, honestly, I don't mind either quarterback on DraftKings. You got Burrow at sixty eight hundred, Carr at fifty five hundred. If you're taking the winner in this game, Carr at fifty five hundred. I mean, he's got to be throwing for you know two hundred fifty yards and a couple touchdowns. So at that price, it might be something you want to look at um, as well. I've never, uh, obviously, you know, I'm biased against uh, people named Josh Jacobs, so I, I'm probably not touching him regardless of scenario. 
Um, Joe Mixon, I think you can kind of always always look his way. He's looking healthy after sitting out last week. So there's definitely, I, I think just from a DFS perspective, this game's going to be a ton of fun. I mean, just in the receiving core alone on the Bengals side, you can play anyone. It's, a, it's always going to be a lot of fun to stack and target games like this. So not just as do we have a bold predict, prediction here, but I think um, if you're going off of that bold prediction, I mean, why not want to throw in a car, uh, um, somebody stack. He's hard to stack with car Renfro. Renfro's your boy. I know you love, you, you love Hunter Renfro and Cole Beasley. So uh, you definitely got to type apparently, but I think that's what I'm saying right here. So uh, I think, I think you could throw those guys in your lineup on, on DraftKings as well. But um, I mean, we can jump over to the next one. Uh, Pat's bills. Let's see if you got any bold predictions here. Uh, we heard a couple bold predictions over there uh, from the Eagles guys. Um, one of them taking the pass. I can't necessarily blame them because uh, it's going to be extremely cold. Bill Belichick deep into January. I think he can scheme something up against this Buffalo team. So it, it, it'll be interesting to watch. I don't expect a lot of offense in this game, to be honest with you. Um, Rob, what do you expect in, in just the absolute uh, cold, cold of winter up in Buffalo? Yeah, well – First, I'll start with um, Andy Mack over at Bills Up. I was with him last night, and he said that he's actually going to the game. So him and his buddies are driving up there, um, up to Buffalo for the game this weekend. They got they got a buddy on the team, actually, Joe Giles Harris, defensive player. He got them tickets, but um, it's going to be nine degrees. So I was like, dude, that sucks. Like, that's going to suck being in the stands. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, it's going to be awesome. I was like, well, better bundle up because I don't know. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think it's going to be low scoring, not much offense going on game. Um, if it if offense does come, I think Buffalo runs away with it because I don't think Lincoln can keep up. But again, I think, like you said, um, Belichick will scheme something up. I think it's going to be a tight one. I really, I don't know who's going to win this game. It's going to be really tough. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to leave it there. I, I don't have really a pick fight. If I had to pick right now, I guess Buffalo, but I think if it becomes a defensive match, that's what scares me about Buffalo. Um, although they have an awesome defense, I just think New England's better in those games. Their run game's really strong. Um, they're kind of built for those grinded out type of games. So if it's one of those games, we'll see. Uh, I could very well see New England uh, moving on. I, I know they finished the season with a loss to um, the Dolphins. And honestly, watching the Buffalo Jets game, like I wouldn't be too confident in Buffalo going into the playoffs after a week of struggling with the Jets. Um, now, I know you look at the final score, they won by whatever it was, a couple scores, but it was a three-point game going into the fourth quarter, so I wouldn't be too confident. Um, if they can pull out a you know big win against New England, then I think um, Josh Allen gets going and, and they make their way into the AFC Championship potentially, but uh, this is a tough one. This is a really tough one. Yeah, it's I, I I can see it being one of those like thirteen ten games easily just just the way these teams can grind it out and help both of them can play some really really tough defense. Um, so it should should be an interesting matchup that's for sure. Uh, I, I do think Buffalo's on on upset alert here, especially when you get these divisional rivals in the playoffs. Uh, you, you know that's that's always difficult to get through. Um, games like this, DraftKings, I'm, I'm mostly staying away. Uh, from a lot of these guys, you could maybe grab a running back of whoever you feel is going to win. You know, you can look at uh, the Damian Harris route, how much they want him to run the ball. I'm never a fan of playing Devin Singletary, although he has been running hot the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, but really, overall, this game is largely a stay away from me, uh, just based on on salaries and, and matchups here. Uh, nonetheless, Philly-Tampa, I know that's one we're going to hit on very briefly. I don't have a lot there apart from uh, gave, we gave our winners out on, on the last pod. Uh, I think we both went with Tampa. I went with Tampa. I think it's going to be close. I think the line of eight and a half is a little too uh, large. I think Philly has uh, some areas where they can exploit a couple weaknesses in Tampa Bay, but uh, it is going to be difficult for them to run the ball against that front four there in Tampa. I, I'll be interested to see how much Jalen Hurts runs the ball. I do like Hurts this week. I don't like uh, grabbing the Philly running backs for that reason. I think Hurts is going to have to get outside, uh, uh, run the ball a little bit, and they can see see if he can utilize Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard down the field. Uh, and so I and I do think that's stackable as well. You can play Hurts by himself or stack him with one of Hurts or Goddard on the DraftKings side. Uh, but really, I won't be looking much else in this game. Obviously, Evans and Gronk are playable uh, as well, but there's a lot of deficiency at that skill position. So if you want to go real cheap looking for Scotty Miller or Tyler Johnson to fill out your lineups, you certainly can. But apart from that, I'll take the Bucs. Uh, you can check out uh, the Eagles pod we just did if you want a further breakdown there. Um, Rob, you got anything to add to that? I know you gave out your winner and you were kind of similar. I uh, think in Hurts can keep it close and the Bucs will pull this out. Yeah, uh, exactly. I think the in-depth analysis is on the other podcast, um, so you should definitely go check that out. But uh, basically, to summarize what I said there was, I think the Bucks will win just because I won't bet against Brady in the playoffs especially. Uh, but I do think Jalen Hurts is a competitor and will keep it close. So um, Jalen Hurts is probably my quarterback peak for DraftKings this week. Um, I think he's pretty cheaply priced for what he can do and what he's shown to do this year. So um, that's kind of all I'll add there. I'll take the Bucks for the win. Um, Eagles potentially keep it close. And if they squeak out a win, it shakes up the playoffs completely. I think it shakes up the NFC. Um, you know, bracket, they would go to they would go to Green Bay after that. Um, I don't believe they could beat Green Bay, but if they win, I, I think that, that shakes up the NFC quite a bit. That, that really would be a wild upset. Um, one that I don't think would be a wild upset would be San Francisco over Dallas. Uh, I, I yep. think, you, you know, that the close line there, minus three, that division, San Francisco has been playing, and, you know, three playoff teams in there. Very, very difficult division, played a lot of competition. And, I mean, we've seen it historically. Dallas just can falter this time of year. You know, they have a ton of talent. There's no lack of talent there. Weapons everywhere. Uh, we know Dak can play. That defense is coming along. Micah Parsons looks like a stud long term. So honestly, it's just one of those games where I look at it and I'm like, it just feels like Dallas is going to stumble out of the gate, uh, try to claw- crawl their way back into it. But San Fran will just end up holding on. Um, that, that That's really what it feels like to me. Uh, I don't know. What are you thinking on this uh, Dallas and San Francisco game? I think uh, if I had to do a pick em, yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers here. Um, I've been listening to a lot of analysis, and, and I just I like you know what they bring to the table. They run the ball down your throat. I think Dallas just wants to play offense. I don't know about the defense. I mean, Mike Parsons having a great year, but I don't know. I, I, I just feel like San Fran is going to be um, that underdog seed in the NFC East that kind of makes it through to the second round. So um, I'll take San Fran there. As far as DFS goes, I mean, Cowboys are always playable in DFS. Uh, their offense is just major explosive. Um, 
Debo seems to score a touchdown once a week as well. So I don't want to jinx that. I'll knock on wood here, but um, 8,100, you're paying up for him, but he's, he's pretty much guaranteed a good game in that offense. They need him to produce. So if they're going to win, he's going to produce. Um, it looks like Garoppolo is going to play, I believe. So um, there's potential there at 5,300 as a cheap quarterback. But again, I, I feel like San Fran is kind of the run it down your throat type. Um, they've used Debo largely as a running back this year, um, and it seems to work. So I don't know. I'm going to go there. Um, if I'm going San Fran, I'm going to bet on Debo to get in the end zone and, and produce a big game. But I do love CD, love Amari Cooper, always always will um, in that high-powered offense. So that's kind of my DFS analysis there. But um, as far as playoffs go, I'm, I'm going to take the 49ers to get a little bit of an upset here. Yeah, and and honestly, when, when you're listening to some of these picks, and I think I think certain data points can tend to fall away in the playoffs. I, I mean, I yeah, I don't have a sheet in front of me, so that could get me in trouble. But also, it's kind of one of those things when I'm building out lineups. It's who who are you taking to win? You know, if you're taking a, a couple of years ago, I think one of my best wild card weekends was uh, the Titans with Mariota stacking them. Uh, when they were playing Kansas City and ended up beating them on just a couple wild plays towards the end of the game. I can't remember the final score. It might have been like 22-19 or 25-22. Nonetheless, all the value and everything, it was just kind of one of those things where it was it was a good matchup. It just felt uh, opportunistic, and, and I was able to stack some Titans and, and uh, build up my lineup with the more expensive uh, guys elsewhere that were heavily favored in some of their games. But it, it was I was able to grab – uh, some solid plays where there was a lot of volume around their offense. I think that was the initial Corey Davis blow-up game as well. And uh, it, it was really just a good chance. It, it wasn't necessarily one of those things where it was clear um, in terms of ownership, what was going to apply because ownership was was elsewhere. And uh, it created a lot of leverage for me to find a pick, find a winner. Uh, that was able to pull off an upset and had a lot of low-owned guys that were receiving uh, concentrated volume. Honestly, that's the best way to think about it going in into the playoffs. So uh, if, if you're looking for the 49ers to win, I think looking at that offense like Elijah Mitchell and, and Debo is certainly uh, the way to go. So I, I think that's a good way to look at it there, Rob. Um, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. I mean, Pittsburgh, Big Ben uh, going belly up apparently today. I, I don't know what's, what's going on with Big Ben over there. He's, he's already caved into that uh, 12 and a half point line there. In Kansas City, I can't blame him. I got to stick with the Chiefs here. Um, what do you think about Big Ben today? I'm trying to find the quote right now, but it was just an absolutely unbelievable quote to say before going into a playoff game. Basically, just <laughs> like you said, belly up. Like, here it is. He says, "As a group, you understand that we probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. Out of 14 teams, I think are in. We're probably number 14." We don't have a chance, so let's just go in and have fun. Like, if those are supposed to be words of encouragement, I'm not too sure that's going to work. Um, yeah, I think most of the people, I would say 99% of people, are believing that the Chiefs are going to win. But the 1% is supposed to be the team that's playing the Chiefs that believe they can win. And I just feel like hearing that from your leader is not the most encouraging thing. Um, now I understand some people will take that as, oh, he's doubting us. I'm fired up and they could turn him around. Um, but I don't know. I don't think they've had a good enough year 
uh, to kind of rally behind that quote as a positive. So yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs um, as most people will, but I think this is kind of the one game that I don't think will be as competitive as the rest. But again, when you say that, it seems to turn around um, right on you. So I think potentially it could be. I mean, who knows? Um, but again, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs, and I fully believe they will win by you know double digits probably, um, unless TJ Watt has 10 sacks. But I don't think that's going to happen. So give me the Chiefs to move on here. Um, did you, t- did you see that story. groin shot he took last week? Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Me and Ryan both were like, ooh, at the same time. When they showed the replay. Tyler Huntley just straight up. Flying knee to the that was, nuts. Uh, dude, yeah, that, that, was, that was definitely tough to watch. Um, TJ Watts been incredible, honestly. I mean, yeah. if you're a true degenerate and you do IDP leagues, then you got TJ Watts and good for you. Um, do you know anyone that does an IDP league? I, I that's that's too much for me. I can't do IDP. No, I don't. I'm looking out real quick. Yeah. I will mention DFS wise, Kelsey and Hill are both extremely cheap for their production. I know Hill's been down, um, as of recent, but I mean Kelsey at 6,700. It seems like you almost have to play him, um, for his production. I mean that's just kind of me thinking out loud, but I wanted to make that point real quick. Yeah, and the Chiefs will always be fairly straightforward with their stacking. You know, you kind of yeah. know uh, if you hit it right, especially going Tyreek Hill. If he's winning you a GPP, then he's pulling away from a lot of those other guys. And, um, you know, he's probably blowing up for 30-plus for points. So I, I think that's easy to build around. I mean, we had Tyreek Hill in the mid-8s for a while. You know, um, mm-hmm. Kelsey in the mid to upper seven. Yeah. Kelsey yeah. was at 81, 8,200 for a while. Like, That's we, what you I'm know, saying. Week one, two, and three. So cheap. Crazy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very cheap right now. Honestly, you can play them with whoever you want this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I mean, the pricing's not not as, as stiff as it has been in years uh, past around wild card weekend. So I, I do think that's something people can keep in mind. And I'll say to Cooper Cup, you can really squeeze in whoever you want. I mean, and, and Cup for a good reason based on what he's done this year. And I know we can kind of round out wild card weekend Cardinals Rams. I think this is a game that could be fun from DFS perspective. It's that Monday night game. So if you're playing all six games this weekend, Saturday to Monday, uh, some strategies there could be backloading your lineup, uh, leaving a lot of guys for that Sunday night, Monday night game. A lot of people might want to uh, go ahead and get their lineup set with guys who are playing everything like that. That seems to be a tendency where there's a little bit of higher ownership on those earlier uh, games in it. It'll thin out later on. Um, I, I, I that some of that might be going away just with the overall sharpness of people that are playing this time of year. But uh, Cards Rams, uh, nonetheless, two teams that uh, Cardinals very much surprised me this year coming out at eleven and six. However, they kind of faltered towards the back half of the year before getting it together. Rams minus four. I mean, I, I think that's a reasonable line. Um, I think I think it just feels like. Uh, what the Rams have done the last few weeks. It's it's time for Matt Stafford to get a couple playoff wins and and uh, make a run at the NFC Championship. So I do expect the Rams actually to win this game. Um, what do you think? Uh, do you think Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals can pull this off? Or are you expecting Matt Stafford to uh, close things out here? I'm in agreement with you. I think um, I'll take the Rams here. 
to advance. Um, I mean, the Cooper Cup, let's just talk about him for a second. He, beside the amazing year he had, I mean, he torched this secondary the last time they played. I mean, just like he torched pretty much every other secondary they played this year. But um, I'm a believer in the Rams uh, to win this game at least. And, and depending on what happens in the first round and the other games, if they get the right matchup, I think they can move on as well. Um, if they go to Green Bay, I, I'll take Green Bay again. I think Green Bay is going to Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, give me the Rams. I think Stafford, this is kind of like this year I feel like just being with the right team in the playoffs, uh, I, I want to see him kind of thrive and, and move on as much as he possibly can. And they have a really talented roster on both sides of the ball. So uh, give me the Rams. I think the Cardinals offense is just too depleted. I think they don't or people don't realize how much DeAndre Hopkins means to this team. I mean, I think they're two and three or one and four in their last five. So they're probably their coldest team coming into the playoffs. Um, so I think this is where – or their uh, their good season comes to an end, but uh, they had an awesome year. They they did a lot that people did not expect. I think they had a, a far better year than people expected, and good for them. and And if they win, they win. But I'm I'm not going to bet on them to win here. I think uh, the Rams are going to take this one and and move on to the uh, the next week here. Hey, it's it's hard to argue with that and and obviously i was i'm in complete agreement with you um there it's just i i think uh the firepower they have there the, i think the coaching's better i think the quarterback's better um everything i i think the rams are built to be able to make a fairly deep run to the playoffs you know i, I think rams packers in the nfc championship is something that uh, could certainly happen i i don't know if it's going to shape out that way um, or not, but that if for whatever reason that was, it would happen. I do think you could potentially have the two best teams there. Um, and and I, I say that only because the Bucks have really been depleted on both sides of the ball the last couple of weeks. Uh, so it, it'll be fun to watch them for sure. Um, for me, when I'm filling out lineups playing DFS, wildcard weekend is one of my favorites. Talk through some strategies uh, there. I don't really overthink it with wildcard weekend tend to have a good bit of fun, think based off of instincts and who I think is going to win. It's one where I go with my gut more so than data in something like this. I guess your your gut is is built on data your, and things you've seen. We've looked at all year, but uh, nonetheless, it's certainly a good time to go with your gut, go with your instincts and, and build a lineup that way because um, it's playoff football. Anything can happen. The weather gets crazy. People run the ball more. Uh, people choke. People get kind of deer in the headlights. So, uh, I think that's something you should keep in mind when building your lineups. But honestly, it's just kind of fun to break down some of these games, and it's fun to hop back on the mic here with you uh, as well, Rob. I'm pretty sure this might be the quickest podcast we've ever done, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I would say so <laughs> by probably an hour. Um, no, it's it's, a, it's it's definitely it's a pleasure to be back. I'm happy we're doing this, um, even just for a little you know playoff preview. But um, Excited to get going again. Um, I'm probably going to play a little DFS now that we're talking about it. Been on a little bit of a pause the last couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. This is going to be an awesome weekend. A lot of good matchups, a lot of good games. Oakland Raiders going to the AFC Championship. We'll see. Or, oh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Wait, yeah. so we, we went through this whole pod, and we didn't even give Super Bowl picks. So you gave the Raiders in the AFC Championship. So you got to <laughs> round out your championship game, take it to the Super Bowl, 
and then take us home. Well, while I think about this, I know I was just listening to another pod, and Rex Ryan has the Titans versus the 49ers in his Super Bowl. What do you think about that? Titans versus 49ers? 49ers going? I, I don't know about 49ers. Titans, <laughs> man, what, my, what Vrabel has done is crazy impressive, by the way. I, I, can, I can see the Titans get there. Niners? Oof. Well, they got I, Henry back. I don't know. Henry's back. Yeah, I mean, I, Tennessee getting that bye was huge to let yeah. Derrick Henry get healthy. And honestly, they, they've looked great without him. That's the thing is, is that offense got firing on all cylinders. They were able to be physical without him. I mean, give me Derrick Henry, obviously, but I think it was pretty incredible to watch what they did even after he went down. I mean, he's been gone for a couple months. And they, I hope, yeah. Uh, I just hope that him coming back doesn't, like, screw up their mojo. Like, they were good with him, very good. They've been very good without him. So I you know you know what I mean? Like I've seen so many times or I've been through it just in the athletic world, like where you lose a top player on your team, you kinda manage to to get some wins and, and look good. And then they come back and you're like, Oh, we're gonna be so much better and then you kinda regress. So I hope I hope that doesn't yeah. happen. Um but let me see here. So if I have Vegas in the AFC championship that would mean they would play. They would play the Chiefs. God, that's gonna be a tough road. <laughs> we'll go based off my prediction of AFC Championship Vegas. I'll I'll play Buffalo Vegas in the AFC. Um, NFC, give me Green Bay. I mean, I hate to do one versus two, but. It's hard for me to go anywhere other than Green Bay, Tampa. Um, mm-hmm. Give me Buffalo, Green Bay, and the chip. Green Bay takes it all. Final answer. Buff- Buffalo, Green Bay, and the championship, Green Bay takes it all? Yeah. Okay. I feel like, like all right. last year, uh, Rodgers got the MVP. They got the one seed. They were killing it. And then the Bucks went on that run and just kind of stopped them in their tracks. So I feel like Rodgers needs to finish the job. Every, and especially with everything going on with him in the offseason, with all this turmoil, like I would love to see it just because it's kind of like an F you to the Packers. Like you need me. Like you can't possibly be good without me. As soon as I leave this place, this place is going to the ground. So – I just love I, I love Rogers, so I just want to see him kind of like prove his dominance one more time with this Packers organization. And who knows if they win, maybe he'll stay. Um, I'm hearing things like, how could he possibly leave after this year? They go back to back one seeds. I don't know, but um, yeah, they 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 seriously need him, and I, and I want him to show them that one more time. Give me Green Bay over Tennessee in the Super Bowl. You want to hear something that might just be insane. Are the Steelers going to beat the Chiefs this weekend? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> the reaction Wait a second. There, oh so, my God, if – hold on. If, if the – if Vegas wins, they go to Tennessee, right? 
Assuming Buffalo and Kansas City win. Assuming Buffalo and Kansas okay. City win, then yeah, Vegas will go Tennessee, which so, yeah, is that, I, yep. a very, very much winnable game. I don't think Tennessee's foolproof uh, by any means. So then that, oh, dude, that's so tough. Buffalo has a tougher. Well, the Buffalo's got a brutal road. I, I, I was, I honestly, I think if they weren't playing the Pats in in the divisional round, I mean, uh, in the wild card round, dude, I, I might have had them going to my Super Bowl. Like the them drawing, I would have much rather Buffalo play Las Vegas or so someone like that, yeah. or in you know Indy, um, Pitt, really anyone else besides. Uh, the fact that it is such a brutal matchup for the style that they play. Well, I guess know? if Buffalo, I mean, if Pitt pulls it out this weekend, which would be awesome, um, then Buffalo's road gets significantly easier because then you assume they play Cincinnati or Vegas, who I think they're better than both of them. Um, and then they would have Tennessee yeah. or Pitt in that AFC championship. So that, that game, and again, they could very well lose this week to New England, but I don't know. It's, if Pitt pulls that out, that shakes up the AFC just like the Eagles would shake up the NFC if they beat the uh, the Bucks. So that seven seed versus two seed in both divisions or both conferences is massive. I honestly have no reason to pick the Steelers apart from his complete reverse psychology of what Big Big Ben did. Is this all reverse psychology? Him being, like, yeah, we're just going out there to have fun. We suck. And then the Chiefs get kind of fat and happy, and they go out there and kick them in the teeth, unlike they did several weeks ago when they got blown out. Dude, I, mean, I would love that, though. Like, I don't know. I would love that because I'm – like, the Chiefs are phenomenal, but I'm tired of – I'm tired of seeing them in the championship. And, like, when I went on vacation this October – there was probably 20 Chiefs fans there, and they're the most obnoxious people. Like, they're just like, <laughs> and I'm sorry, Chiefs fans. Like, I have a good friend that's a Chiefs fan down in Nashville. Um, love the kid to death, but like, I can't stand the fan base. Just they walk around with their head held high, and you know, I just want to see them get smacked <laughs> by a freaking old Ben Noodle Arm. So uh, we will see. That would be an awesome. Hopping out there with his with his walking boot on. Yeah. They throw I mean, like honestly, they still so throw fifty he, times a game with this guy. No, and when he gets hit, still you you like expect him his body just to like fold up and <laughs> give out, but it's still like hitting a brick wall. It's just it's like he slowly. Not only does he run slow, but when he gets tackled, it's still like a slow fall. You're like, what is going? I don't know. It's just weird. And, and Pittsburgh, has there been anyone else with this kind of dumb luck this year? Like literally, they were eliminated yeah. from the playoffs in like week ten, and we and then here we are randomly a tie doesn't happen and or or luckily not randomly but luckily a tie doesn't happen and, and they're in the playoffs it's like how is Pittsburgh still here throw the, how are they throw, still alive throw Pittsburgh in the bowl man but let's let's get them on <laughs> you a, know what? let's get them on a farewell band tour Peyton Manning Ray Lewis-esque type run let's do it I'm all <laughs> for that we're we're legit like flushing this brand down the toilet right now with these data-driven insights. What are we even doing? Our, our data right now is based off of Big Ben, like not giving an F. I know. <laughs> and I feel like the more I talk about the AFC playoffs, the more I'm like, why would Vegas make it to the AFC championship? But I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, they got to play. You can't cave now. 
They're gonna play Cincinnati. Okay, I'm gonna say Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Kansas City, I think, are one and two best offenses in the AFC playoffs right now. I think Cincinnati and Kansas City, and you can argue that certainly, but I think both both those offenses are awesome. Cincinnati's super hot. Kansas City is just they stay hot, but they got to go through Cincinnati if they win that. And no, sorry. Am I wrong again? Yeah, they go to Tennessee. I'm an idiot. But like, I don't know. I the more I look at it every which way, it's like, are they really gonna make a run? But I would kind of like to see it just because I like Derek Carr. Um, I like, you know, the kind of what he's all about. And I just feel like he's done so much for that team this year, like he should almost be getting MVP votes just because of it. And like the MVP is never what it actually means. Like most valuable player, because you take Derek Carr off that team. They're mm-hmm. not even close to the playoffs. But again, like you take Rogers off green Bay, they're also not close to the playoffs, but like the way he has held up that team, like you could say the same for Burrow, like Burrow, the Bengals were a bottom three team two years ago. Burrow comes in, they have a better year. Jamar Chase comes in, they're the four seed in the playoffs. So it's like there almost has to be another award to give out other than the MVP is like the best quarterback. Because it's just I feel like too many guys have these awesome years yeah. that like like I don't even know. Most outstanding player, like maybe that should be Aaron Rodgers, most outstanding player, but like MVP, you gotta consider some of these other guys because they're just absolutely carrying these teams that have no business being where they're supposed to be. There's a lot of young talent in the yeah. NFL right now, especially with watching um, Burrow Allen come up, how, how they've turned some of these franchises around. Um, you know what is the weirdest dark horse in all this, though? It really is the Rams. Like, I, I just feel like for we, we just talked through all of that, and we I, – I know we broke down the Rams-Cardinals games, but for us to, like, run through all that, I'm sitting here looking at the bracket. I'm like, literally, L.A. has just built their whole team for this playoff run. Like yeah. every trade they make, they give up all the draft picks. That's, that's something to watch out for. I, th- I think if we get an upset in the first round, which we both talked about the Niners beating the Cowboys, so I think that's reasonable. So let's say uh, San Francisco is the one going up to Green Bay. I mean, you know, I, I think Green Bay, LA, I do think that's the NFC championship right there. I think, I, I still think Green Bay holds on and eventually wins the Super Bowl, but I, I think that would be. So it's absolutely solid. So you you would like if the Rams played Bucks in the first round, you would take the Rams. If if Rams played Bucks in the first round, assuming like they weekend? like based on what you just said, I'm assuming the Bucks are beating the Eagles, which would make the Rams oh, yeah, play yeah, the yeah. Bucks. So if they played, yeah, yeah, this weekend, what you would like the Rams. Yeah, yeah. If they were playing wildcard weekend, I'd, I'd take the Rams. Um, and next weekend, I mean, based off of the Niners beating the Cowboys and then going to Green Bay and then Bucks and Rams both winning, I think the Rams go, go into Tampa Bay and beat them and then go play Green Bay for the NFC Championship. I can certainly see I mean, I, I've always been team don't bet against Brady, too. So I, it's, it's very difficult for me to say that. Um, but I, it just kind of feels like going back into a recuperating year here for Tampa Bay yeah. and then bouncing back with that talent. 
and I think I think that's the toughest matchup for Green Bay in these in the uh, NFC. I just like LA is. Yeah, because I think yeah, like you could talk about Tampa Bay's defense, but at the end of the day, they don't have Jalen Ramsey, and Devontae Adams is as matchup proof as it gets, but doesn't you know he's gonna get Jalen Ramsey the entire game, and I'll take Devontae Adams seven days a week, but. Still, it doesn't make it easy. He's going to have to work a whole lot harder. Guys are going to have to step up around him. Um, and that's their identity is just Rodgers to Devontae Adams. I mean, Aaron Jones is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. A.J. Dillon's phenomenal. But, like, that is their identity. You stop that, you probably stop Green Bay. But, again, that's the hardest duo to stop in the National Football League. So, I don't know. It, it really would make for a fun NFC championship. I hope it turns out. Like, I think if Tampa Bay has to go to Green Bay again, I don't see it happening. Um, I think Green Bay, that's like a revenge game in sports. Like, you usually take the team that's supposed to get revenge, I feel like. So, mm-hmm. I like Green Bay if they have to go to uh, – if Tampa Bay has to go to Green Bay. Assuming they make it there, I mean, who knows? I mean, look, San Francisco – I like them to be Dallas, but at the same time, like Dallas has games where they just explode and they look like the best team in the league. So it all depends on who shows up. Can they show up three times in a row and go to the Super Bowl? I don't know, but we'll see. You, you know what's kind of crazy is when I look at the NFC bracket, I legit feel like there's four or five teams that can win the yes. Super Bowl. When I look at the AFC, even, even with Mahomes and the Chiefs over there, I, I legit feel like in the AFC, I'm like, I don't feel like any of these teams are going to win the Super Bowl. No, I completely it, agree. It's so weird. I completely agree. Crazy. I think, like, you give Green Bay, L.A., Tampa Bay, at least those three versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl or versus Buffalo in the Super Bowl, I'll take the NFC all day. Um I, I'm glad you made that point because I th- I think that's an important point there. Uh, yeah, I, I think depending on who comes out of the, the NFC, I, I think it's the NFC's year. I mean, Tennessee's good, but I just don't see them as a one seed. Like that's the thing kind of throwing me off a little bit. I think if the Chiefs had a bye, you have to go, the playoffs have to go through Arrowhead. Maybe it's a little bit different, but if it if it's Chiefs, Titans, and they got to go to Tennessee. I'll take the Titans. Like that's a tough place to play right now. Um, yeah, so I I do like that point that you just made though. Give me give me an NFC team winning the Super Bowl for sure. Yeah, it's sort of division like top down. Like I'm I'm not worried about five, six, or seven winning the Super Bowl or even make make that to the Super Bowl. You know, like Cards, Niners, Eagles, like yeah, definitely not happening. Um, the top four is too good, but in the AFC, I can't see five, six, or seven making it, but one, two, three, four, they're – I mean, I'm not that scared of them. I know the Titans and Chiefs are very good, but, I mean, they've all had these weird lapses yeah. throughout the season. So, And you don't even know, like – You don't know. You never know. Like, if, if New England wins that game, they're going to Tennessee. Like, they could beat Tennessee as well. So, they can make a run as well. I just – I think all – let's take the – Steelers out um, unless they beat the Chiefs this weekend, which would be insane. We'd have a way different conversation next week, but I'm taking the, <laughs> the 
the pit the Steelers out and you could take Vegas out as well. Although I said they they they're my dark horse to go to the AFC Championship. Tennessee, Cincinnati, New England, Buffalo, Kansas City. I, any given day, like either of those teams could win. Any of them. And they're all not New England, but the rest of them are high powered offenses. New England just figures it out. And I just think they're, they're, I don't know. It's like a coin flip in the AFC. So, but I mean, you could say the same on the other side Green Bay, Tampa Bay, LA. Those are your, t- your big three there, but it's going to be a really fun playoff. So I, there's, there hasn't been one in a mm-hmm. long time where there's this many potential winners. And I think people have said that kind of all year um, that this is the year that there's really not one definitive team. I think if you had to make the case, it's definitely Green Bay. They are awesome, but at the same time, it's like they can lose too. They, and I know, I know Rogers didn't play the other day, the whole game, but like they still lost to the lions. Um, mm-hmm. They have three losses on the year. Like they're beatable, but it's all about who shows up in the playoffs. And I think that's why it's just going to be a fun week. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Wild card easily one of my favorite weekends. Yeah. Um, sure. Cause it's, it's a weekend where chaos can happen. So it's uh it's going to be a good time. Um, Listen, man, I, I've enjoyed hopping on here, talking about playoffs. Let's talk, talk some divisional next week. I uh, know things have been crazy lately, but we'll, we'll get some time, talk divisional round. Enjoy chopping up with you as always. You know where to find him at Rob McW24 on Twitter. You can find me at Cody Engel. Find us uh, at Roster Up Media on all social channels, rosterupmedia.com. Uh, check us out. Check out plenty of other teams. You've heard mention of Andy Mack and the Bills. Follow him throughout the playoffs. Check out the Eagles pod that just launched. Plenty of other pods coming this offseason. we got plenty already live for you. Roundtables coming over there at Jet Up this week. They should be live this week. I think it's going to be uh, an entertaining offseason for us to up as, as we grow and look towards next year. But for now, we've got a lot of playoff football to watch, a lot, lot of stuff to enjoy. Rob, my man, look forward to catching up with you later. Enjoy yourself some football this weekend. Peace.